Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hope you guys had a great weekend. You know, I have a show on Disney Plus called Breaking Bobby Bones, and in one of the episodes, I go with Brian Swanson, and we go and we have to find animals under houses, and uh, there's possum, skunk, and we have to have to like get with all these animals. And so I wanted to bring him on because his job is just so interesting, and I thought maybe we can learn something too. So this is an educational segment. Mm-hmm. It's more interesting because. I have some real dumb questions to ask, too. But let's do this. All right, let's go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Brian Swanson from Complete Animal Removal. Brian, welcome to the show. Brian, we have to go get a bat at one point? We, 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 uh, not, not a bat. We didn't see any bats. We saw some evidence of past bats. But we saw possums. We saw skunks, squirrels, flying squirrels. You got to see quite a bit. This is every day for this dude, yeah. right? And so let me ask you this, because I had a listener write in and go, hey, I think we have an animal trapped in our wall. So this has to happen to you a bunch, right, where someone's like, hey, we got something in the wall. How long can something actually live in the wall before it dies and stinks up the place? Uh, it depends on what it is. Some, sometimes they fall down there, get stuck, and they die after a few days. But sometimes they actually can climb up and down and make a nest in there and actually live in it. At one point, I heard something in a wall going, <laughs> like it felt like something was living in my wall. Uh, it turns out it was one of the rats that I had. I had, I had some hairless rats for a while. Oh, wow. And they had disappeared, and they were, I think, living in the wall. But you know what? I moved out of the apartment. Never called Brian. Never even addressed it. <laughs> I, just, I just never had those hairless rats again. Oh, no. Uh, I'm out. One of them. I think we gave one to a listener, too, because I had one of them, right? I gave one to a listener, and one, I think, died in a wall. Uh, you ever go and see any of these animals, and they are so aggressive? That you're like, oh, yeah. Ooh, I need to, you know, not actually approach them, but like lure them out with like cheese or something? Well, yeah. Raccoons, you don't want to just go up and, you know, grab right away. I mean, they, they can be pretty aggressive, especially if they're protecting babies, which, yeah, baby season's around the corner, and uh, that's when they get real mean. You ever been bitten hard by anything? Uh, I've been bit by some possums, some uh, bit bit by a Burmese python. That was pretty bad. Whoa! Uh, Did yeah. you not see that one coming? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting scenario, but it ended up getting all four of my fingers in its mouth and clamping down with my go. It was pretty bad. So did someone call and go? We have a snake in our house. Will you come and get it, or were you looking for something else and you came across the snake? Uh, no, that one was for the snake. Yes. They, they definitely knew they had that there. It was probably someone's pet at the time, um, but they uh, it was an apartment complex, so it got loose. It was, it was behind their dryer. You ever have, like, a bear in a house? I did. I did catch it. I did get a uh, – I did do a bear removal one time. It was, uh, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Lady, sweet lady called me. She's like, I heard something in my uh, bedroom, thought it was my cat. She went in her kitchen. Cat was in the kitchen, so she freaked out, shut her bedroom door. I come out, and uh, I open the door, and I hear it. It goes, her. I'm like, all right. <laughs> not, n- not thinking bear at all. I'm thinking raccoon at this point. So I'm looking for a raccoon, looking up and down. I don't see anything. I search for like an hour, and I finally found it. It was this stuffed teddy bear with the batteries dying 
going, Oh, my God. Okay, it wasn't wasn't even a real bear. It was literally a stuffed (laughs) teddy bear. Okay. It was a stuffed teddy bear at 2 in the morning. Yes. (laughs) But you got called for a stuffed teddy bear. I did, yes. (laughs) And then what do you charge her for a stuffed teddy bear call? Uh, I felt bad for her. I didn't end up charging or anything. (laughs) Wow. What about skunks? You ever been sprayed by a skunk up close? I have, yes. Uh, Actually... So on Sundays, I do all the uh, animal and trap calls, and uh, back in the day, my my wife was eight months pregnant. We were at church, got a call for a skunk in a trap with a baby in the trap with her and three babies outside of the trap. So we go out to uh, the, the site. I, I grab the babies real quick before they sneak under the house. They were at that age where they probably couldn't spray or could possibly not, but I didn't. I mean, I couldn't tell because she had already sprayed in the trap. I get back in the truck, and my eight month, my wife, who's eight months pregnant, says, "You got sprayed." And I, she had to ride home with me the <laughs> entire uh, thirty-four minutes, a thirty-four minute drive back home where I could shower. But yeah, no. Were you able to bad. get the skunk smell off in a single shower? No, no. You got to use uh, quite a few different products to to get it off. <laughs> How do people keep these animals from getting in their house or under their house? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so really looking for any type of vulnerabilities of the home. Um, if there's gaps in your roof returns on the roof, if there's uh, holes under your AC unit that they can crawl under, that's it. You know, check out your ground vents. There's a lot of ground vents or foundation vents that come with pre-manufactured bug screen. And the animals just bust right through them, so you can look for holes and stuff. So, um, and that's something we do is, you know, we also do preventative maintenance. We don't want everyone to call us that has animals, but sometimes, uh, you know, it's good to have us come out and prevent them from ever getting those animals. Have you ever met an animal and they kept it as a pet and been like, I know I was supposed to come and get you, little guy, but you're going to be my little buddy and your name is Charles. Has that ever happened? <laughs> yeah, I used, to do, I used to do a lot of educational shows, uh, like go to Earth Day for kids at school. So I would, I would keep a lot of snakes on hand, uh, you know, all, all safe things that you know, kids can pet and stuff. So. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, most of wildlife we don't, we don't keep. Hey, Mike, you have a question for Brian? Because I know you're having an issue at your house right now. Yeah, I've been hearing something in my wall, and it sounds like maybe they're, like, building a nest or something. What's the most likely thing it could be? Well, what time of day or night are you hearing that? It's at night. Like, it's 7 p.m. at night. Gotcha. Uh, Could be be mice. Is it light? Like, light? Or is it really thumping and heavy? It's pretty light. Light. And she's yelling, Help Probably me, mice. help me. <laughs> it's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> could be mice, uh, could be flying squirrels, you know, uh, but uh, probably one of those two. Can I get it out of there? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Give us a call. We'll come out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amy, you have any questions for Brian? Um, well, if like a squirrel were to come into your home, could you keep it as a pet? Well, we're not actually allowed to, so you have to have permits to the state. Oh. Um, and, yeah, you can't actually get the cute, you know, you can get your rehabber's license and, and go that route, but 
And oh. you can actually keep a pet squirrel. So you need to get a squirrel rehabber rehabber's license. license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I can rehab all kinds of animals in my house? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a the bad Dr. Doodle impression here. <laughs> Eddie, anything for Brian Swanson of complete animal removal? Yeah, Brian, just a little bit of etiquette. I didn't grow up with moles, but now here in Tennessee, we have lots of moles in our yards. Like the animal? Yeah. yeah. Moles. Not like the ones I have on my back. No, no, not like the animal. And they sell these things where like you put a stake in the ground and, and it vibrates. It goes, ee. And basically, it's supposed to just make the moles go to different yards, not yours. Is that okay, or would you rather just call you and just get rid of them? <laughs> yeah, I, I've found uh, a lot of people call us after they've already put those in, and they don't tend to work. I, no, I don't know for sure, but so far, I've not had anybody tell me that they've actually worked. Okay, yeah, that's it. Because I really because they sell these explosives too. I don't really want to do oh, all do that. that. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> no. Why are you even asking? That's a question. Yes, explode. Okay, fine, I'll do it. Explode. <laughs> Lunchbox. Yeah. If I got a possum in my basement, can I catch him on my own, or should I leave that to you guys? Oh no, leave that to us. You don't. You don't mess with that. <laughs> are possums generally mean? Uh, they look mean. They look scary. They'll show you their teeth, but. Uh, they're not. They're not very aggressive. But he said he got bit by one. Mm-hmm. I think I anything fingers. being cornered mm-hmm. though is going to probably be aggressive. Good point. I mean, my little kitten does that. She bites. I, I mean, Ray does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't put the guy in the corner. Yeah. Morgan, you're a first time homeowner. What kind of issues have you been having at your house? Well, I, it's more of a question, and maybe it's a little morbid, but when you guys catch them, do you release them somewhere else? What happens to the animals after you catch them? Yeah, yeah, we pride ourselves in being a very humane company. Uh, we do all uh, live capture and relocation, and uh, even the, the animals we're supposed to euthanize, we found ways to uh, not have to do that and just uh, get them out of the homes without letting them get back in. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> okay, Brian Swanson of Complete Animal Removal. Uh, you guys can check out animalremoved.com, and it's also skunk mating season. So right now, I, I apparently it, it is. Yeah, people people have had skunks on, on their crawlspace all year round. They don't even know until this time of year when they start spraying under there. But why is a skunk bad? Except for the spray, uh, like why, why would it be bad to have a skunk? Well, they leave a lot of feces and urine in the uh, who doesn't inflation right? And, oh oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they, they come with diseases and and health issues can arise from that. So yeah, it's it's not good to have them in there. Plus, they tear up your ductwork. They, I've I've found them in people's ductwork before, and and that's never a good scenario. Final question: What animal is actually quite friendly but gets a bad rap? Hmm. Well. I would say possums, actually. They're, they're, like I said, they look aggressive. They look scary. No one likes them, but they're, they're not that bad. <laughs> Just like Ray. I mean, it's the same thing. All this stuff keeps coming back to Ray. It looks aggressive, but not that bad. Right, Ray? For sure. Hey, having an apartment, you don't have to deal with this stuff, do you? Well, uh, we had an armadillo actually crawl to the fourth floor of our apartment, and I just told my wife, I said, oh, they don't do anything. They're not harmful at all. Can an armadillo hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, the likelihood is very slim, but they do carry the bacteria that cause leprosy. So, yeah, don't want to get scratched by one or or eat one. Is that a real disease anymore? Leprosy like the people just get? You can technically get it from them, yes. It's not common, but 
But, yeah, again, don't go eating them and you'll be fine. Amy, why do you look so confused? I don't know, because I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, I... Did you I, think you had leprosy? And you're like, yeah, I know, I can. <laughs> no. She ate armadillo yesterday. <laughs> no, but it's just interesting to think about. Armadillos jump out. We used to drive in Arkansas. You'd see one, and you got to swerve. Don't run over it, because it will jump. Really? Uh, is that true? Brian, I've been saying this for years. Is that true? They jump real high. Wow. Yeah, yeah. boom. In fact, they're very... The reason you see them as roadkill all the time is because they jump when they get scared. If they stood still, the cars run right over them as long as they went in the tire path. But they jump every time and get smacked. Oh, <laughs> That's crazy. They didn't know that. Well, they were going to get hit anyway. Well, not if it, they're not in the tire space. Like, they could roll. A car could roll right over them. Mm, the shells are usually tall enough to catch the bottom of that, that car. It, once I drove over it and my car got leprosy. It was the dangest thing. <laughs> All right. Hey, Brian, thank you for the time. Appreciate the hey. info. And I hope you have a great day. Anytime. You too. All right. There you he guys. is. Brian Swanson, who will teach you about animals, remove an animal if he lives where you are, and take care of you. All right. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm 25. In my whole life, I've had no interest in dating. However, two and a half months ago, I started dating a guy. I've known him for over eight years. I could not be happier. We've always liked each other, but it was never the right time until now. Now, neither one of us are big romantics, but Valentine's Day is a month away now, and I'm struggling as to what to get him. I've never had to buy a guy a Valentine's Day present before, and I'm struggling just period on how to do this. Neither one of us has said I love you because we've not been dating that long, and we want to take things slow. Most cards and gifts I find say, I love you, and it's written all over it. I'm not ready for something like that. What should I do? Any advice would be helpful. Love the show from Danny. Okay, here's the situation. Valentine's is not for dudes. Maybe an unpopular opinion. Valentine's is not for dudes. Now, that doesn't mean you can't do something nice for them, but I don't think that every female listening to this that's trying to buy a dude a Valentine should be like, oh, what do I get them? We don't expect to have anything crazy done for us, uh, but this is really not for us. Now, if you're dating a woman and you're a woman, you got to get her something because Valentine's yes. Day is not for, is it Valentine's Day is for, for women, um, generally. That being said, I think you can you can gesture. I don't know. What's he like? Have you ever gotten a gift for yeah, Valentine's Day? Yes. What'd you get? I don't remember. Even that? Not even last year? Mm-mm. I'm sure Caitlin's got me some great gifts, yeah. but I do not remember mm. because Valentine's Day is not for me. Yeah, but then, but regardless like of a shirt, either I think I got a side. shirt last year. I got a like a really nice Arkansas sweater from. Okay. Her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the the, the other person is gonna want to do something like because that's their chance to express. And like I know that she's saying or you're saying to her, it's not for him, but she's like wanting to do right, something. Right. Which is why I'm saying if you find it uh, something that he likes, a, a, a general hobby. Let's say he likes golf. Get him, a, get him a box of golf balls. There you go. It doesn't have to be some grand romantic gesture is what I'm saying. Also, the three months comes into play because you guys haven't been together that long. So you're also not going to do something grand anyway. Yeah. Even if, so you just find something he likes. If it's golf, if it's hunting, and get him something that just says, hey, I was thinking about you and I got you this. It doesn't need to be earth shattering. It shouldn't be earth shattering because I'm going to tell you, if it is earth shattering, he's going to go, whoa, 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 mm. whoa, we've only been <laughs> together three months. And he may take a couple stutter steps backward. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So play it safe. Find out what he likes. Get something in that general area. Spend 25, 30 bucks and you're good to go. And Perfect. you can make your own cards that doesn't say I love you. Mm-hmm. Be like, I kind of like you yeah. for three months. <laughs> three months <laughs> worth of like. <laughs> Morgan, how long have you and your, you, you guys, I'm always, are you guys still together? <laughs> yes, we're still together. <laughs> okay. How long have you been together? Uh, We're about 10 months. Okay. Yeah. And you do say I love you? We do say I love you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the pressure to get him a Valentine's gift that, that blows his mind? Not that blows his mind, but I'm definitely going to get him something. Probably like one of his favorite like clothes, like an item of clothing or maybe chocolates along with that because guys like chocolate too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what I'm thinking. Along what advice lines. would you give her? Because she's around your age, a couple years younger. I would tell her to do it. I don't think everybody loves getting something, right? There's nothing that's wrong with getting somebody a gift. I think you get him something. There's empty cards at the store that you can buy if you're really focused on getting a card, but you really don't even need to get a card. Just get him something that's his favorite to show him that you're thinking about him. And I think that goes a long way. And can she get him a gift? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like a, not just a card, but she can get him a little something. It doesn't mean she's in love with him. Yeah. I mean, I when my boyfriend and I first started dating, his birthday was really quick. I got him something that was super small. It was like a coffee mug, but it he drinks coffee all the time and it had his like favorite. It had Deadpool on it. You can get him something so simple that just says, hey, I, I really appreciate you. It's not too much. And the guy won't go, this is all you got me because it's not a guy's day. I'll, I'll go back to that to end this. It's true. All right. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Let's go over to Matt in Florida who is on the phone. Hey, Matt, what's going on? Thanks for calling, man. All right, sir. Uh, I'm a disabled veteran. I live in Florida. I've been listening for years. I started out in North Carolina, and now I've moved to Florida. So I have a big question to ask. Mr. Uh, Lunchbox has said that he is one of the top 25 in Nashville. Like most famous people, yes. So I, would like, I would like to hear his list of where he falls in the top 25. Well, that's a lot of people. In Nashville. Okay. I mean, it's easy. I'm, I'm probably right at 25. I mean, we went over this, and we named them all, and I came in at like 23, 24, 25, right in that area. I don't know to be exact because sometimes they fluctuate. That's how it works in the famous industry. One day you're hot, one day you're not. And oh, so you think ebbs and flows also. steadily yes, that's what I'm, yeah. in there. I, I do steadily stay in there. I mean, there may be one day I drop to 26, but the next day I post something funny. Oh, boom, back to 23. <laughs> oh, so a single post will lift you. Okay, yes. here's what I'd like to do, because this is a great question, Matt. Tomorrow. Yeah. I would like for you to make your list of the top 25 most famous people in country music, which is what this is, Nashville. Okay. Which you, Which you think you are. Go ahead and list it out to like 30. Okay. Because I want to know who also is behind you, like right behind you. Yeah. So it's just country music, not people that live in Nashville that are also famous for other things? Yeah, let's just go country music. Yeah, we're not going to put bachelorette people on there. Or I was thinking Reese Witherspoon. Oh, she lives here? Yes. (laughs) Who knew that? Uh oh. He just dropped. (laughs) No, she's. Oh, yeah, down the spot. (laughs) I mean, because I can't go down everybody's addresses. I don't know where everybody lives. Like, We'll do country music only. Yeah, because okay. Nicole Kidman wouldn't be bigger than me, but she's in yep. the she's in Hollywood. Definitely. I consider her Hollywood. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So if they work in Nashville in the country music industry. Right. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Matt, he's going to make this list. Tomorrow we'll have the list, okay? Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you for serving. <laughs> Wait, does he? Wait, where where does he think I what? fall? Does he think I'm top 25? Oh, I don't know. Let's ask him. Matt, where do you feel like Lunchbox falls? 
of all the country singers and country people in Nashville, I don't think so. So you would think Lunchbox is not in the top 25 is what you're saying. Okay. okay. We will hear your list tomorrow. Right. I mean, I can think of like record label people that are higher than oh, Lunchbox. Oh, yeah. Dang. Thank you for calling, Matt. We'll get to the bottom of this tomorrow, okay? I love you guys. All right, buddies. And your show is amazing, and I appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Thomas Rhett is going on tour. Things are kicking off in June with special guests Parker McCollum and Connor Smith. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Lauren Elena was invited to join the Grand Ole Opry by Trisha Yearwood in December. Her official induction date has been announced. She will be inducted to the Grand Ole Opry on February 12th. Kane Brown shared the inspiration behind his new song, Whiskey Sour. All of my friends were really going through a depressing time with relationships. So when I heard this song for the first time, it really resonated with me just because the people around me. And that's why I fell in love with the song so much. I love getting to tell other people's stories. And that's why I love Whiskey Sour. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A teen cashier at a grocery store in Utah jumped in to perform CPR on a customer who was suffering from a heart attack and ultimately saved his life. 17 years old, Ryan Zook, he's working the register. He was helping a different customer when he heard a large crash. So this other guy, 55 years old, fell. And he's like, all right, I've been trained to do this. He learned it as a Boy Scout. Uh So he jumped over his counter, ran over to them, felt a pulse. It was like, "Uh uh-oh, this is not good. But he did CPR until paramedics arrived. Someone else called 911. Uh, the guy, Bob, was taken to ICU. Doctors confirmed he had had a heart attack, and had he not gotten immediate help, he would have died. Oh, my gosh. But because this kid knew, had trained as a Boy Scout, and jumped into action, he lived. I worked as a uh, cashier. I worked the register, as we called it, at Hobby Lobby. And I saw a woman come in and drop her baby right on the ground. Oh. Boom. Accidentally? Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, she didn't spike it. <laughs> okay. But she dropped her baby right on, and then she just took it and just sprinted out. Oh. That's got to feel I mean, awful. I didn't do anything to save anything because mm. I was just stunned by the whole thing. I also saw a lot of people trying to sneak stuff on the bottom of the cart, the cart, thinking they could get away with it. I mean, but I've done that accidentally. Yeah, but I would see it so it so frequently that I was like, okay, these people are really tr- yeah, trying. You could tell when someone was a bit shady with it. And sometimes I was like, hey, I'm not the cop. Yeah, you just let them go. Because, I mean, I got a confession if you want to do confessions right now. <laughs> what? I used to go to the store. Uh, this is not a confession. I was working. <laughs> Wait, and isn't I, this a tell me something It good? is, but I'm just like, this. I wasn't uh, confessing. But there were times where I would be like, I don't want to, I'm not, you don't this wanna person deal doesn't want to, it. it's not my yeah. job. Go ahead. I would go to the store, and I'm not going to say the store, and I'd get whole boxes of baseball cards, put them on the bottom, and then put two poster boards in the cart. And they'd look and they'd say, oh, two poster boards. Okay, cool. Ring you up. 67 cents. Walk out, throw the How poster. How old were you? 31. 12, 13. <laughs> and so you throw the poster board in the trash uh, and take the baseball cards, get on your bike and ride home. Oh. 67 cents for a whole box. Oh, Where no. do you think you did that? What what store? I'm not, not going to say that. <laughs> not going to say that. Not going to say that. Do you feel bad? I'm sure there's I like mean, a... I mean, I was just a kid, and he's like, oh, man, this is awesome. He, he's hit the statute of limitations. I don't know. Like, yeah. you're not going to go to jail. Yeah, you're good. Say Wait, it. Maybe you should go back and admit it. <laughs> yeah, pay you for should them go now. pay for them. No, probably not. I don't think it's a different store now. How much was the box of baseball cards? Oh, probably 30, 40 bucks. And how many do you think you stole over the years? Oh, 10 to 15. Well, Boxes? 
Yeah, you, I mean, I didn't. You do were it. a criminal. I didn't do it every day. Yeah, because he was. This that's, was his game. That, that's he a was criminal in act. Little white criminals. Well, yeah. that's not what it's all about. But when you said that, man, it sparked a memory. I was like, man, we used to do that. It sparked a memory too. Working in Hobby Lobby, yeah, people would try to steal stuff, and most times I'd be like, I hey. don't even remember the good story anymore. I do. There was a kid working the cash register, jumped over oh, yeah, to yeah, CPR. Yeah. He's seventeen, learning the Boy go. Scouts. Got it. I was never a Boy Scout. Okay. And you made fun of Boy Scouts. I did. They were. I mean, when you see the adults in the costumes, it's like, come on, guys. All right. Hey, look. This is a positivity segment, and Yay. that, not that, and not the stealing. The kid. That's what it's all about. Yep. Boom. That was Tell Me Something Good. We're about to have one of my favorite guests on, Dr. Lori. She has a PhD. She presents over 150 antique appraisal events every single year to crowds worldwide. She has a syndicated columnist. She is an author with over 30 books to her credit. She works for Lifetime Television. She has done it all, and when it comes to appraising things, we trust Dr. Lori. And she's on now. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dr. Lori. Pound for pound, one of my favorite guests we ever have on the show. She is. She <laughs> pound is, for pound. She's so smart. She is so entertaining. She is so, so fat. No, no, like boxers. That's like. <laughs> listen, Dr. Lori. I'm kidding. If I'm, I'm offered you or Garth Brooks, like because of the nature, I'm going to take Garth Brooks. But all things considered, like you are our fa- one of our favorite guests. I take back I pound like for pound. To- Okay, I, I just like to be in the same sentence with Garth Brooks, and I want to. I want to cook with Trisha Yearwood. Please, can you make me do that? Absolutely, we'll make it happen. Um, I love her. Okay, we have some anyway. stuff to talk about. First of all, Dr. Lori, I got to tell you, since we've spoken to you, uh, we put mm-hmm. one Beanie Baby on eBay. It was a what was it, Mike? Pouch. Uh, it was pouch. Yeah, we sold over twenty one hundred dollars. I know it's wonderful what you do for charity. It's fantastic. I'm excited for you. Good. That's great. And with like HBO Max having this whole movie about Beanie Babies, are you now? Yep. Are people reaching out to you more to go, hey, will you will you please appraise this stuff? Oh yes, sure, yes, yes. But but you know, uh, these things are everybody has them. So you know, you have to get the right expertise, and you have to know, of course, where you can get the money for them. So you know, you have to be able to evaluate the whole market. You know, which is what we did here with the Pokemon cards, too. So that's why she's here, because Mike D., our head writer, one of my best friends, he said, I have all these Pokemon cards that I've been collecting as a kid. And so you have seen them all, right? I have seen them all. It's a pretty good, you know, pretty good um, variety of them. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good assemblage. So <laughs> talk to me about the card that you saw where you're like, wow, that one there could be worth the most money. Oh, okay. So a couple of things so everybody knows what they can look for. So if you're out there and you have a card, you know what to look for. Um, a couple first editions are good to look for. Promos are good to look for. If there's a specific contest, event, something like that, holograms or something that they look for. And if your card is PSA graded or not, that impacts value. Okay. So what I was excited to see, which many of you probably would think, oh, yeah, that makes sense, would be Pikachu. So the Pikachu cards, but not any Pikachu cards. One of the cards that, excuse me, one of the cards that Mike D had um, actually has a couple of things happening. It's a promo card. It's also a card that features Pikachu. It's also a card that was from the first movie, which meant that when the first um, Pokemon movie was uh, debuted, this card was part of it. So it was a limited edition. 
Okay. So that was pretty good. So with respect to that card, let me just say, if you want to be buried with one card, Mike D, that's probably your card. <laughs> Love it. If you want to, yeah, I'm pumped now. I don't know anything about Pokemon. So Dr. Lori, I'll tell you, I know nothing. So when you start talking about characters, it, except for Pikachu, I know nothing. Yeah, it's pretty complex, I have to say. You know, there's the wizard, there's the game. You know, and recently, as you guys um, talked about earlier, uh, $347,000 is what was paid for one of the illustrator cards, a trainer card. And that card, there are only 41 of them ever made. Can you imagine so if she gets some crazy big number right now? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm start, my heart's starting to beat a little bit, though. That's okay. I mean, that's, but it was sold. Who it was sold by is equally important. It was sold by one of the guys, one of the four guys who developed the rules for the game. So that becomes relatively important, too, when you're looking at value. But getting back to Mike's cards, Mike's cards, in fact, that Pikachu a promo card and it has all of the different symbols and all the different stuff that you're looking for, you know, colored uh, stars and diamonds and promos and all of this stuff oh, that we look oh, for, oh. holograms. That particular card, mm -hmm. and here's where your $350 offer was way too low. Our loan was one card, that one card <laughs> was 500 bucks. Oh, nice. Mike, yeah. Mike <laughs> I got that card when I went to see the movie. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I thought she about to drop a $25,000 on us. That's a big, well, that's a big mm -hmm. card. She, she threw a 300,000 number out there and then hit us with 500. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. That was a, that's a nice card. That's a nice card. Okay. Now that card, of course, will increase in value over time. Right now you're seeing a lull in the collectibles market. And of course, everybody's going to run now that we see this big number for that illustrator card that just sold that, you know, $375,000 number. Other cards have to be really perfect. They have to be in pristine condition and no creases, you know, and the, the text has to be good. It has to be a very sharp print, you know, uh, on that card. A lot, lot has to happen to make it pretty valuable. But 350 I don't know. I, I think Mike's going to need to take all you guys out to lunch. Okay. Okay. What else <laughs> we got here? All right. What else we got? We've got a Mew card, which is relatively unusual. We've got another bunch of Pikachus. I'll just stay on Pikachu for a minute. We've got two other Pikachu cards in the just the compilation. You sent me five sort of sleeves of cards to look at. And in looking at them all, the Pikachu was a nice card, um, but not worth as much as the one that he got when he went to the, the movie. Because, you know, the movies and the contests and the tournaments are really what's what makes it what everybody's looking for if you were in that that realm in that arena at that time so the other pikachu ones are also a couple hundred bucks but wow. there was the wow. there was the mewtwo card and the mewtwo card was also and the mew card and the mewtwo card were also promo cards and those cards are um important for a couple of reasons now his cards have shadows oh. so you're saying Oh, they have shadows. So those of you who don't know much about the cards, they actually added a little shadow around the boxes where the actual pocket monster is. The picture of the pocket monster, if you look over to the... I know you're laughing at me. You're laughing at me because you're thinking, how the heck does she know all this Picayune stuff? And I know it about everything because this is all I do. I have no family. I have no kids. I have no husband. This is all I do. So, but having said that, that particular card, the Mewtwo card... Um, and the Mew cards come in around 450 bucks each. Whoa! Oh my goodness! Oh, what? Let's go, my dude. How many does I he have? Let's go. He's I got have two. two of those. Wow! Two of those. 
That's 900 So right now, you're about 1300 bucks. Yeah. Hey, way to not sell, dude, you idiot. And I got, <laughs> and I got those and, for and free. You guys are so funny because you always want to sell everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else so we got, funny. Dr. Lori? Okay, and then what you have is you have, um, you have the slow poke card. Now, remember, you got the basic Pokemon cards, and the Pikachus were wizard cards, and so was the Mew card. It was a wizard card. So that becomes important as well, which category of pocket monsters or Pokemon there are. Now, you guys made me work kind of hard because I had to brush up on my Japanese, too. I had to, some of you, you have some Japanese cards that are re- relatively rare as well. Those come in in about the, one, the $50 to $100 range. Yeah, like $50, $85, something like that for most of them. And then there's Slowpoke. What do you think Slowpoke's work, Mike D? I would say maybe 200 bucks. Yeah, Slowpoke's worth about $40. Oh. oh. So, oh. Loser. The loser. <laughs> so, so you start to see where you really have to assess the market because there are folks who want to, of course, sort of drive the, the values up even though they're not selling for that much. So this is what we tend to see. You had some that were just $5, $10, 40 bucks, you know, under 50 bucks, let's say it that way. Um, but others, for the most part, you had some pretty good winners on those first ones. So I was kind of impressed by just the little bit of your collection that I saw, because I'm guessing that you have more than five or six sleeves of Pokemon cards. I do most have a bunch. Pokemon collectors do. So with what Mike sent you, he's got about $2,000 yeah. worth of cards there. Oh, probably a little more than that. But yeah, you can, I would say $2,500 worth of cards easily. Yeah. Mike, I wasn't yeah. trading my Beanie Babies for your cards. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep my cards. <laughs> all right, all right. Mike has $2,000 in Pokemon cards. Lunchbox, how do you feel about that? I mean, listen, I didn't know it paid so much to be a dork. And like, you want to know how big a dork Mike is? He has it in a Pokemon binder. <laughs> Careful. Like, I mean, dork alert, nerd alert. Hey, let's walk in. You want the chicks be flying away from you when you walk in with this thing. <laughs> Dude, you look ridiculous. Sorry, but congratulations. I thought you were like, yes, complimenting him. No, I, I am. I mean, I've never seen a bigger nerd that he actually has a binder that is Pokemon on the outside. This is him being jealous, Amy. I know, but it's like it he's about to be like, I'm so happy for Mike. And then no, he like, turned and went like, I'm going to attack. No, no, and I, also, Mike D's married. He I understand. <laughs> I don't. And once she saw, I mean, they were already in the relationship before he revealed these. Uh, Dr. Lori, so I have been talking on the air, and we, you and I referenced this before you came on for a second. Um, I have something that we have found at my house that I think is very valuable, and I didn't know that you did like real life antique stuff as well. <laughs> yes, okay, okay. I think what I have found at my house, it could be worth a nickel or. It could be one of those news stories where people go, he didn't even know it was in his house. He tried to throw it away because that's what happened. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I tell, um, I don't even want to say it. I don't, I don't want to say what it is on the air. Well, then save it. Save it. We'll, we'll do what? it some other time or I'll do it for you. But how, I do, I, how do I get it to you? Do I just take a picture of it and send it to you or what? Yes. Yes. Take a picture of it. Send it to me. For, for your listeners and, and, your, and your viewers, they could always send something to drlaurieV.com. You know, it's right there. It's on my website. Find a value. Send a photo. You can do that all the time. Um, and, you know, you, of course, can just get that photo to me. It's not a problem at all. But I appraise art, antiques, collectibles, everything. I've done it since 1998 in my national tour and, of course, online through video calls. So 
Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> but the, po- awesome. the Pokemon cards were a lot of fun to look at, and he has a good collection. And, of course, keeping them in pristine condition and adding to the collection as you can uh, will only increase in value there, Mike D. So it's good you didn't take a lousy 350 bucks from Bobby. Well, to be <laughs> fair, I said I'll give you 350 for like 30%. And I, th- I don't yeah, think that okay, would have been, a, okay. yes, that been that. a bad deal. Yeah. You so, did do that. That's yeah, true. So I, Mike, that's true. <laughs> Mike, the value has gone up. 351. <laughs> All right. Uh, at Dr. Lori V on Instagram. Dr. Lori V or DrLoriV.com. Lunchbox, what are you manning about? Man, I might just start looking for stuff. Like, I might just start going through my house and finding some things. Yeah, or going to, you like, should. Going to, like, uh, Goodwill and finding Pokemon cards and buying them. Do you no know? More. I mean, I'm, I got to tell you, I, te- I teach a lot of people what to find at, Goodli- at Goodwill and in thrift stores. You know, because I've done this a long time. I'll teach you what to find, how to resell it. People are making a lot of money following me. And so, and just, I want them to make it. I want them to succeed. Why not? You put this information up on your Instagram or on the website, right? I will. Okay. I will. At Dr. Lori V on Instagram. Dr. Lori, uh, thank you. I'm sure we will find something we think is worth money and, ta- and contact you soon. Okay, guys. I love you. Take right. care. Bye, Dr. Lori. All right. Let's sit in with Lunchbox for a little bit because he took the microphone and he's recorded a couple things, but both involve your wife, right? Yeah, both involve my wife. One is uh, her reaction to my uh, mother-in-law flirting with me. I wanted to get her opinion. And another had to do with her breast milk. Mm. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start with, because last week on the show, you alleged that your mother-in-law was flirting with you over text message. All because of an emoji, right? Yeah, she said it was her birthday, so I said happy birthday, and she said, oh, that means a lot, coming, especially coming from you, smiley <laughs> face emoji. And I felt like the emoji took it to the flirt level. Did you ever respond, though, with what I had suggested? Uh, yeah, I've, re- I've responded, but I have still got nothing back. So okay, I'm just so waiting. Lunchbox goes to his wife and says, hey, what do you think? Here's the audio. Babe, I know you're about to brush your teeth, but I just wanted to let you know that your mom's kind of been flirting with me again because like last week was her birthday and i sent her a text i said happy birthday to my favorite mother-in-law and she replied thank you that means a lot especially from you smile face emoji That's so dumb. That's so ridiculous. Don't you think it's a big deal she put the smiley face emoji? No, she puts it for everyone. She puts it for my brother. What about when she says, especially from you? Well, she thinks you don't like her, so... Oh. Let's show her that you do like her. I felt like flirty vibes. No, no flirty vibes. Okay. I got a couple thoughts here. One, are you on the toilet? No, no. <laughs> the echo is. Go ahead. We're we're in the bathroom. She's about to brush her teeth. I, you know, usually I do it in bed and catch her off guard. But I figure, ah, oh, why not give her, you know, a moment while she's about to brush her teeth? Why does she think you don't like your mother-in-law? I don't know. I mean, maybe because I, I I try to keep my distance just because of the flirting. Like I don't want to give her the wrong signal. So maybe I'm not as you know open with the mother-in-law as much as I should be. <laughs> maybe there's something here because if, if she thinks. <laughs> That he doesn't like her. Like, there's something happening here. Yeah, because in his delusional brain, yeah. he thinks she's flirting, so he's being all distant because he doesn't want to send the wrong message. <laughs> and, of course, the mother-in-law is like, oh, he must not like me. He doesn't ever talk to me. Are you attracted to your mother-in-law at all, Lunchbox? No, 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 no. No. In a perfect world, no. you just meet her You just meet her at no, a bar. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, all right. Not even just a little bit. Could you see it happening? No. Five margaritas. <laughs> no, no. Hey, anything's possible, Lunch. Come on. <laughs> all right, so uh. we have another. 
was funny. We have another clip <laughs> about Lunchbox and his wife. So tell me the story first. So we were going, uh, coming back from Las Vegas, and we were going through TSA, and my wife, the whole weekend we were in Vegas, had been breast pumping because she had to get the milk for the baby. And so she saved all the milk that she, you know, pumped out of her, you know. We know. We know. We yeah, know. he loves saying that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we had it in a cooler full of ice, and on the website it says you can bring breast milk. And as we're going through, the guy pulls it to the side and he goes, if you can produce this much milk, there is no need to save it. You might as well just throw this in the trash because when you bring breast milk through, it makes my job really difficult. Whoa. Who are you to tell my wife after she worked so hard to pump all that milk all weekend that she should just throw it away? And I got kind of hot at the TSA agent, but I was like, don't get arrested. Don't get arrested okay. at the airport. <laughs> and so then I went online and I found... There's a number you can call to complain. So guess what I did? Okay, well, let's hear the call of Lunchbox calling the TSA. Hi, this is with TSA. Do you have any questions or concerns that I can help you with? Uh, yes, ma'am. I actually have a concern because I went through <laughs> TSA pre-check at the Las Vegas airport, and my wife, yeah, she was uh, bringing breast milk, and the guy opened up the cooler, and he goes, he told her, why don't you just throw this away? You don't need it. How is he going to tell a woman to throw her breast milk away? Is that what TSA is trained to do? Oh, my goodness, sir. I'm so sorry for that incident. I apologize. No, that is absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, my wife worked all weekend, every three hours she had those things. I don't know about you. Have you had any kids? Have you had to put those machines on your ladies and, you know, <laughs> that's really hard work. And he was like, you should just throw this away because why? It made his job harder. Sorry. Is he not getting paid? Do you get paid at the TSA? No, absolutely. Sir. Oh, You're see, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. That's what I thought because he was like, oh, it makes my job hard. Well, guess what? It's called your job. So do it. Why you tell me to throw it away? You, you are absolutely correct. So no, that is that is unacceptable. I mean, I would like, you know what I would like to do? I would oh, like me and you to go down there and have to those things up to his chest and see if he likes getting and trying to get milk out every three hours. Listen, I, I, I understand. So I hear the frustration in your voice. Uh, but here's what I'm going to do. I am going to contact the Las Vegas airport. I am going to file a claim. And you have my word that I am going to look into this personally. Well, thank you very much, because I just want all those women to know I am pro breast milk, and I want to make sure TSA is too. And I want that milk to be safe. Yes, sir. We, we will. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. You too. Just a couple comments. One, what they beep out? I don't know. I Why was there a beep? I, I, I beeped his name. His name, yeah. Oh, okay. that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, because Got I didn't it. know if that would be good to sell them out like that. But yes, I, yeah. yes, yeah. Number Ooh. two, my number two comment is, I find your communication style intriguing. Because he'll ask a question, then just keep talking, and then ask another question that doesn't have to do with it. And then it... And they have like three questions and they don't really know how to answer any of them. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question? Do you think it's okay to pump breast milk? If you do, okay. Do you think women should have rights? Uh-huh. The 1920s, that's a suffrage. When we got women out, they could vote. Do you think that was good? Who's the leader? Okay, help! And you're like, she's like, I'm blown away. I don't know what to say to this. Um, but yes, I feel like she understood. We're, I also feel like you'd like to say breast. Well, he also he called them the ladies. No, yes, I was. That was funny, though. Yes, okay. <laughs> Last comment, Eddie. You're My it. favorite is that he continues to yell even after he's like saying thank you. I appreciate it. You're very nice about this. Thank you for helping I like me. You a lot. You're the good one. <laughs> Wait, what? This guy gets paid to just stand in line all day. He goes by the name Freddie B. He charges twenty seven dollars an hour to stand in line for people that have better things to do. It could be a, an iPhone store. It could be for a barbecue. It's not a bad idea. 
On a good day, you can pull in 200 bucks. His prime season is summer when there are big events, exhibitions, and he's like, hey, gets on Craigslist. This is what I do. If you need me to stand in line for wow. you, I will. $27 an hour. Wow. I mean, you can't do that as a full-time job, though, because and- it says he makes 200 bucks a day, but I would assume some days in the winter, There's there are no lines. On, yeah. So you Got probably it. have a job and do it as like a side hustle. wonder if you can do this like at Disney World. But then how do you make the switch Bracelets. out? Because is that awkward? Like if you come up and you're... <laughs> make everyone mad? Because then you, got, you risk people getting angry. You do risk that. I would say, though, if it's one for one, people won't be that angry. If someone hops in line with someone, that will make me angry. Hmm. But if someone's like, here, you take over because I'm going to go to the bathroom. I don't get mad if it's hmm. just one for one. Okay. I think about it that way. And that's all you have to say is like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. We hold my spot. And then they leave. I don't think I would be Because it doesn't make a difference for you. It's one yeah, person. Yeah, it's one person. Yeah. But man, when someone, if I'm in line <laughs> and we're in the mall and we got clothes and there's a long, because there's a long line because they have one person working in the register now because there's not enough people working at the mall. And we, we're all sitting there with all our clothes. And somebody's got all their clothes. And somebody else j- jumps in line with them with a bunch of clothes and they're not on the same ticket. Ooh, fires me up. If you're on the same ticket, I get it. It's all together. And yes, a little unfortunate that you jumped in line and made it a little longer. But it's when you're like, hey, can I get in line with you? Yeah, sure. And then you go right on the, a different ticket, different credit card. That fires me up. You don't care at all. They never care. say like, a, oh, hey, there you are. It's always like, hey, Jim. Uh, all right, man. Uh, so everything good with you? Yeah, everything's good. And then they just keep moving together. I mean, you're not so upset when someone jumps. I don't in. know. I just have other things to get upset about. I don't. Life. That's the only thing I have to get upset about. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. I'm certainly not going to do it. Disrespect. Yeah. That's straight disrespect. Yeah. You think you're better than us? You don't have to wait in line. We've been waiting in line the whole time. Mm-hmm. You're not better than us. Yeah. Buy, buy a fast I, pass to the mall. Yeah. If you want to get cut in line. <laughs> I just know what it's like to be yelled at accidentally. Remember when I was trying She's to get the cutter. a cutter? No, I'm not oh, a cutter. Yeah. I'm not cutter. a cutter. Yeah, My cutter daughter speaks. was in line and needed money for the Cinnabon, and the lady behind us yelled at me like you would not believe. But you didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just here giving her money to get the Cinnabon. Like she's in line. And I think the woman was mortified, but she definitely won her Cinnabon. She did not want me cutting in line. Uh, really. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So do you say swearing or cursing or cussing? You know, it's a good question. It's like, do I say bathroom or restroom? I think the more formal... Or the more I'm talking to people I don't know. Because if I, I, I was at the, I was at a restaurant the other day. I was like, hey, excuse me, where's the restroom? And I don't know why I say restroom, except <laughs> I don't know them. And I guess I want to seem fancier. That's funny. If it's a friend, like, hey, where's the bathroom? So I would say, if I don't know the person, I would say swearing. But if it's a friend, I'd be like, you cut? I want to say curse. I'd say cuss. <laughs> yeah, cuss. Yeah, cursing, cussing, swearing. Those are the options. Yeah, but... I would say cussing, informal, swearing, formal. Okay. Well, this article is formal then because it says swearing has benefits. It can relieve both physical and emotional pain. Like, even if it's just like something minor, if you just get out a good cuss word, mm-hmm. it might help you. <laughs> Yeah, I think I should start swearing again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? I think you, so. Well, you stopped for how many years now? Well, I, haven't said a, I haven't said a curse word in like four years. Four to five years probably. Welcome yeah. back, man. Come no, on, No, I haven't go. done it yet, but I'll tell you, we were putting eye medicine in Stanley's eye. He's had some sort of eye infection. He's my bulldog. And I'm holding him, and he is a linebacker. And so I've got my arms wrapped around him. He does not want this medicine in his eye. And so Caitlin is trying to put it in his eye with the squeezy. And so I'm holding him, and he's like, like a fish. He's trying to flop out of my arms. And I've had this shoulder injury for the past year. I've been trying to get tr- trying to get better through therapy. And he's flopping so hard, it hurts my shoulder. And I let him go, and I go, 
I said the first half of the F word, but I didn't say the back half. And I just went, ah. And Kate looked at me like, what are you about to say? And I was like, I almost said it. I'm almost back. And it felt good? No, I don't well, know yeah, that it felt good, but it was just my natural reaction yeah. to yell it. It'll yeah. help with physical pain. And then even uh, if you rattle off multiple words, it'll blow off steam instantly. And I am a person that I did not cuss for all like my life. I Even in high school when like it's kind of kids were doing it, sometimes college, I didn't do it. I don't know why. But this last year, sometimes I just, I did one in front of Eddie the other yeah. day. Yeah, and did. Eddie was like, high five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. But I was, we were talking about parenting and I just said, but I think I just realized like for me, I just put all this well, I never really knew why I didn't do it. And I, I'm not encouraging like kids to just go around and be disrespectful and do it by any means. But now I'm just like, what's the big deal? Like, who There cares? is no big deal. It's just a sound, right? We've, we've um, assigned value to sounds. And yeah. that's weird, but I won't walk down that path with you because I would take an hour. <laughs> but I don't do it, not for any good or bad or moral reason, but I don't want to slip up on the air. Right. Or when I write, I don't want to think sure. and, and always use that as a crutch. We don't say curse words. Lunchbox yells the F word sometimes around the microphones. And I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do that for that reason. I don't want to get fined by the FCC, basically. It's a good reason. Yes. And your comedy shows and keeping And I it. don't want to write with those words in mind. Right. Can you imagine my kid's book? I put it out and it's, there's, <laughs> there's an accidental F word in it. All right, I know, else? but yeah. So I can attest to that it does relieve you emotionally. Um, a new dating hack is out and it's, uh, well, if you're in the middle of the date and things aren't going so well. Uh, you go to the bathroom and have your friends send you uh, COVID test results that are positive. And then you go back and you're like, I just tested positive for COVID. Gotta go. How about you just say, uh, hey, I don't like this date. The positive thing's weird because now they got to get tested. I mean, you could do this. This isn't even to be a date. This could be hanging out with friends. Like you're at a party. Oh, wait, you want to leave. <laughs> I just got a positive. Guys, I got to go. <laughs> Hater. Okay. Speaking of uh, couples and dating, it did work out for these couples. And they are now the top iconic couples in country music. Vince Gill and Amy Grant, Johnny and June Cash, George Jones, Tammy Wynette, Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood, and then Tim McGraw and Faith Hill at number one. Except for Tim and Faith, there's a lot of infidelity in those. Oh, yeah. Like started that way. At some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Would George Jones did that? I don't know that one. But I know the four and five. Yeah. We don't need to repeat their names, but... Well, ooh, actually, number one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, number two. Under the... uh, We'll just leave it there. Everybody can do their own research. Yeah, you guys go... Well, you know what? It works out. That was Amy's pile of stories. On phone is Kara in Louisiana. Hi, Kara. What's going on? I was calling. um, So my husband and I have been trying to follow Dave Ramsey the past few years. We, at some point, became debt-free, but then ended up having two kids and building a house. So now we're back in debt, um, trying to complete baby step number two. And I'm starting to read his uh, book that he just came out with, Baby Steps Millionaires. And I wanted to get your opinion, because I feel like we're getting pulled in different directions, like... If our friends want to go out and do something on a weekend, like, do we go and do that stuff? Do we spend extra money on our kids now? Or do we, you know, follow his plan for the next five to seven years and try to get out of debt and, you know, save for retirement and all that? I got to wonder if Dave wouldn't be the better person to talk to about this. (laughs) Dave Ramsey himself. (laughs) But I can give you what I would say and what I would compare it to. To, for me, having sweets. I don't have sweets often, but I do like to have a sweet. And every now and then, if I don't, I'm going to go crazy. If I don't have a piece of cake or a piece of pie, I'm going to go crazy. 
because I like to do it. I would say that with how you're spending your money. You can do all the right things, but if you're all the time just eating grilled chicken and broccoli, you're going to go insane. The same way is if you're just saving money and being so disciplined financially that you don't have any fun. I would encourage you, if you need to schedule out your fun, which does sound like an oxymoron, but can happen, <laughs> do that. But occasionally, you got to stretch yourself out, have a little fun, or you're going to go absolutely berserk. Uh, good for you with trying to ma- make your life better in whatever way you're trying to make it better. It sounds like you're trying to... But home debt is not... I'm going to do Dave Ramsey now. <laughs> home debt is not debt to me. A mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. A mortgage is not debt. That's good debt. That's not bad debt. That's good debt. Who just goes and buys a house and is debt-free for a home? Also, a home makes money. You want to sell it later? Uh, that's, that's good money. You're making money there. Doesn't Dave eventually, he wants also, to- Also, buy Bitcoin. Right, now I've gone no, completely no. off the- <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I think you're right, though. Budget the fun. I I don't know if Dave has a chapter in his book called Budget the Fun. That's not a should. t-shirt I'd like to wear. <laughs> <laughs> but you would think maybe you plan for that, and then once you're out of it for that month, then you can't have any more fun until the next month. Short-term pain, long-term gain. Hey, thank you for the call. We really appreciate that. Okay, thank you, guys. All right, bye-bye. Good luck. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Stephanie Mock from Michigan, she's driving home from babysitting her niece, and she's driving down the road when a truck, an oncoming truck is coming, and it just starts falling off the road and hits a tree on the side of the road and just starts going on fire, like engulfs fully. So she stops, and she's like, "Uh, I've got to help. So she gets out. She's a mom. She's a single mother. She gets out, and she pulls the door, but it's stuck because the side of the door is right on a branch of a tree. She said the adrenaline just kicked in, and she grabbed the door, pulled it open, said, dude, get out of the car. Your car, your truck's on fire, and she saved the man. She ripped the door off? She ripped the door off. I don't wow. know how big of a woman she is, but she said that the adrenaline just kicked in, and she had the strength to just rip the door off. Stuck with a branch. I guess there's a tree branch that was holding so the door. Probably closed. she moved the branch and the door opened more than she ripped the door off. <laughs> I pictured superhero. either way. Either way, yes. But she probably moved the branch. I think yes. it takes a little less strength to move a branch than rip a door off. She said the timing was just crazy because um, yeah. either you know she the the truck. I guess he was unconscious or something. She said seconds earlier the truck probably could have hit her head on, or seconds later the guy would have been stuck in the truck and it just would have been on fire. I mean that guy is so lucky that she mm-hmm. saw it. Yes, got out, attacked, ripped the door off, and saved. Well, she moved the tree. Uh-oh. She moved the tree and opened the door. Guys, I'm sticking yeah. with she ripped the door off. Okay, I like it. <laughs> That, that's a great story. What's her name again? Her name is Stephanie Mock. All right, that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, what's the latest in your identity being stolen? Well, I mean, first there was the unemployment claim that was filed on my behalf. And luckily our HR team here at iHeart is amazing and they caught it. And then um, like two days after that, I think I got an email from Wells Fargo telling me, hey, thanks for trying to open up a bank account, but we weren't able to complete it because some information didn't match up. But if you go into a local branch, maybe they can help you. And I'm like, what? What? I did not. So I did not sign up for a Wells Fargo account. Then immediately after the Wells Fargo email, I get something from LifeLock. that's like, hey, is this you? An account, a bank account was just trying to get opened at Wells Fargo. And I'm like, nope. It wasn't me. I wonder if something was breached and they ha- and somebody has your information now. Yeah, because they're going hard on me right now. They're trying all the avenues. Wow. Yeah. I, I uh, logged into a website yesterday and was like, hey, this username and password, it's been out in a data leak. Do you want to change it? 
And I was in a hurry, so I said no. But still, <laughs> I do I, that too. Yes, but but I still knew. <laughs> I'm like, what are the odds? It's I'm fine. Like, what are the <laughs> I don't time right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. But I will say, yeah. I will say that, and it's not a commercial, but LifeLock has been great for me because it stopped things. The, listen. The, the the way the Wells Fargo email came in and then LifeLock immediately after, it happened so fast that I started to wonder, is this really LifeLock? This must be a scam and it's part of the scammer scam to be like, I'm going oh, to wow. send the Wells Fargo and then I'll follow up with the LifeLock so they'll think and then they'll click the LifeLock email and then I got them. So I didn't even click the LifeLock email. I called LifeLock. And they said that was them. And they were like, no, it's really us. Do we have a promo code for LifeLock? <laughs> so I'll tell you what, if we do for our listeners, again, not a commercial, but they've been instrumental in... For a lot of things being held up that I had nothing to do with. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a paying customer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, Bones. Bones. Uh, uh, let's sense. see. 25% off Norton 360 with LifeLock hey. at Norton.com slash Bones. There you go. Uh, Amy, you ready for the uh, morning corny? Yes. Let's go. The morning corny. What do you get if you put a duck in a cement mixer? <laughs> She's already laughing. Yeah, she yeah. must really be feeling herself this morning. <laughs> what do you get when you put a duck in a cement mixer? Quacks in the pavement. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That was the morning corny. That's pretty good. I was blown away that Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye, who was in The Hurt Locker, is 51 years old. Looks great. Also, just didn't expect him to be that old. But also, I'm 41 and everybody's getting older. That's a weird thing, too, because... You kind of assign people the age of when they blow up when you first know them. Yeah. But he's 51. He's great. Uh, let's play over or under 50. Amy, ready? Yep. Matt Damon. Oh, gosh. I guess over or at. So 50 or above. Yeah. Uh, none of them are going to be 50. So none, none are going to be at. They're either over or under 50. Oh, dang. Um, Under. Matt Damon is 51. Oh, wow. dang. I had him at 49. He's looking a little older. Is he? Yeah, yeah a little puffy and I stuff. Still see... ah, you get puffy without being older, <laughs> That's though. True. You get puffy because of COVID just sitting in your house all day. I see uh, born. Jason yeah, born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Affleck. Oh, well, I base it off of Matt Damon's age, so over. Ben Affleck is 49. Oh, oh wow, he's younger. <laughs> They went to college together, though. Now, Ben Affleck looks older. Yes. Right? I would have guessed he's older than Matt Damon. Paul Rudd, People Magazine's oh. sexiest man alive. Over, because I was shocked by this, because he looks 30-something. He's 52, yeah. Wow, he does look young. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie, over or under 50? I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's go with <laughs> over? Angelina Jolie is 46. Oh, sorry, Angie. She got famous so young, though. She's just always been famous to us. I know, and she seems so, so she mature now. Seems, yeah. She does all big things in the world. So I thought 50. Okay, one. R- Rob Lowe. Oh, over. Yeah. And he looks so young. Way and I still watch him on West Wing, so I see him as that age. Way over. 57. Jennifer Aniston. I, I, I'll put her at 49. She's 52. Dang it. I know it's hard to feel sorry for celebrities, especially when they have it all. <laughs> they look great. Yeah, right, right. They have it all. They know. I feel kind of bad for Jennifer Aniston and that Friends cast in a way of their success has got to be difficult 
in that everybody expects them to look young when they see them. Yeah. Because we, for the most part, just see Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow being 26 to 35 on Friends. And so when we do see them... Like on the morning show. It's like the juxtaposition of one beside the other. Like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, they've gotten old. Yeah, they've gotten older. But we have to always see them... And so we just associate them with being young. So it's such a uh, a shock when they're older. I mean, Ross still kind of looks the same, just puffier, He's as just you would a say, puffier. Yeah, just puffier. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, over forty nine, under. Ooh. Sorry, Amy. She looks good though. That's rude. Listen, I'm just guessing at this point, Eddie. Eminem. Eminem, lose yourself in the moment. <laughs> um, under forty nine. You. Yeah. But another weird thing is rappers are now starting to be old. We didn't get to experience old rappers because rap music did not become pop music until we were kids. Yeah. I mean, there are old rappers, but hip-hop rap was not culturally massive until we were young. But so, that Flava Flav guy, he's always looked real old, right? Always. <laughs> like, he's always looked real old. I think just because, like, you know, rough yeah. life, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But we're seeing rappers get old. Right, like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Snoop's 50. Yeah. Wow. How old is Flavor Flav, Mike? 62. 62. Man, he's looked like that for years. Uh, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. I think Jay-Z's 50, in his 50s. And it's weird. Jay-Z does, as my friend Charlemagne says, hot AC rap. Wow, like adult, crazy. Like adult contemporary yeah. rap. Jay-Z's 52. But he doesn't look 52. Uh, let's do a couple more. Julia Roberts. Over. Correct. Adam Sandler. Over. Well, you say that with passion. Well, I don't know. I'm just trying to get into it. What is it? Trying to get into what, the game? Well, like, I'm trying to own my answers because I'm so hesitant either way. And I'm like, just go with the first thing that pops in your head. Sandler's 55. Wow. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Which is crazy. How old was Julia Roberts? Did I not say? Mm-mm. 54. Mm-mm. You ever watch the Adam Sandler videos? Are they ever pop up on your Instagram when he's playing basketball? Nope. Never. He still balls? All the time. <laughs> That's cool. And he's like playing with like guys that are really good and he's pretty good. But he always shows up in like really long jean shorts <laughs> yeah. and like a polo. Like, like a long sleeve. Madison. Like a long sleeve polo. And he's like, oh, sit to do I thought the pass. Um but like, I mean, listen, eventually we're going to be 60 years old. For sure. And hopefully someone will go. Listen, hopefully we just turn 60. And? No, we don't oh, live you mean to that 60. We make it to yeah, 60. Yes. I think we take for granted sometimes that. We're just gonna get old. No, no. I, I know. Maybe I know. not. We may not. We may, and not to be morbid, but that's mostly a, let's appreciate the fact that we are still alive and kicking. Yeah. You're thirty or forty or fifty. Like instead of being like, dang, I'm fifty. It's like, holy crap, I made it to fifty. This is great. And I I struggle with that sometimes, but I really have to check myself and go. There's a lot of people that wish they could be healthy and mm-hmm. forty one years old, mm-hmm. like I am. Although I got some ailments. <laughs> I got a shoulder. I got a calf. I got a stomach issue. I got some brain problems. I got... What else am I working with over here? Your finger better? No, it's never going to get better. There we go. It's so small. My pinky, well, with that attitude. Well, my, uh, <laughs> you can't my do pinky just it. is never going to be better. And I'm not going to have surgery on it. So I've even forgotten it's a thing. But I can't squeeze it all the way we'll in. put that on the list. Yeah, I guess we can put that on the ailment yeah. list. But I got a few things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know when you're going in for... Uh, colonoscopy just because <laughs> he's starting to get a little older, you know? We were just talking about how Adele is making $500,000 per night as she's doing this residency in Las Vegas. 
She's going to stay in this $30,000 a night suite with the butler. And you may have seen the message where she had to postpone her entire residency. You see it? Yes. She's a crying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to play a clip before I kind of get mad at her. <laughs> okay, here's a clip. I'm so sorry, but my show ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can to put it together in time and for it to be good enough for you. But we've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and covid I can't give you what I have right now. So sorry to everyone that's traveled again. I'm really, really sorry. So I watched the video and I do feel bad they couldn't get the show going, but they didn't announce this till like the day before. So everybody already flown there. They already got their hotels. My thought was, okay, you can postpone it and everybody who bought tickets should still get to come to the big show whenever it's ready. Although there are a lot of reports saying it's not just COVID. There's also some creative differences. Oh. Regardless, <laughs> you can cancel that thing before one day before. You can cancel it a week out, five days out, and keep people from flying across the country, spending money on hotels. Well, I or, think that's why she's so no, emotional. Or, because you know more than just one day before. Or, everybody that has a ticket, you do a little acoustic show for everybody, and they oh. still get to come to a big show. They're already there. Mm. You're already there. Mm. You can sing. You get a guitar player. You go, okay, I'll meet you here. We've rented out this theater. If you have a ticket, we're going to honor it. And you get to come to the big show, too. But because you flew all the way across the country and you took time out of your life and you paid for this hotel, we've still got to do something for you. Now, I saw clips of where she was, like, FaceTiming people that were shopping in, in her gift store at the casino. But I was like, man, that stinks for them. Some people, like, saved up, took time off of work. They, yeah, they were in a cab on their, or, or an yeah. Uber on the way to the the hotel, and they get the message a day before. A one day. Yeah. I don't feel like that is. I don't feel like that is, is doing her fans right. It could have been done a few days out, probably, if you knew this was going to happen. Not everybody, not everybody got COVID twelve hours before this. Or while they're all there, you go, "Hey, we're all going to." I've rented this auto. There's a lot of auditoriums in Vegas, or you can have it in that one. I'm just going to play like five acoustic songs for you. And then she sings this. Heck, just sing this. <laughs> and then you, they'd probably love it. Yeah. They'd probably like it more. Yeah. Well, I guess I figured that's why she was so emotional. She knew the investment people had made and they were already there. But I guess I hadn't thought about how, yeah, she, I'm sure it was a tough call, but she probably knew it days before. But didn't want to do it because she probably kept thinking, we can make it happen. We can make it happen. Okay. And they still, she probably still could have made it happen in a way of for all those people not to fly across the country. Right. And then get nothing out of it. Mm. You can still throw them a little something. Do a little acoustic show for them. And then invite them to the big show. Yeah. Maybe she... Oh, by the way, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't <laughs> right. know what's been happening. And I'll say that. But if this were me, I would make sure that the people who came didn't waste... Because they're not getting refunds on their hotels or their flights. Oh, she's not reaching out no. to them one by one? She, she's not going, I'm going to pay back for your Southwest flight. <laughs> that ain't happening. I like Adele. I just felt bad for all the people planned out forever and spent all their money to get there and then couldn't go. Yeah, that's a bummer. And it was the day before. Mm-hmm. That's all. Now watch this happen to me. You know, I'm, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. And it's real. And then some idiots talking about how I didn't put it all out there. Um, uh, just my thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Uh, anything you'd like to say to conclude that? I mean, I hadn't thought of any of that like you did. I saw it and my heart broke for her. So, but I'm not, I'm not on that side of things. Like, I guess, cause you've toured and you've done things and you know how stuff goes. I just was felt so bad for her knowing that she had to make that call and disappoint people. There was another story too, that, that Ed, Adele and the venue were fighting over 
her choir and the size of her choir, and it wasn't as much about COVID. There's just a lot of things floating around, but you know who gets screwed over when big people fight? The fans. kids. The kids, the fans. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. When parents fight, the kids suffer. It's true. And I feel like the kids are suffering here. And I know what it's like to travel and wait for a concert and be excited for months, and you get there, and it's like, oh, I can't do it. We'll do something. I just took a, two days off work, you know? I didn't, but if I did, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this elderly lady in Orlando. Her name's Dolores. And her car needed some work. So she decided to go to a shop called Mechanic of West Orange. And good thing she did. Because the shop owner there took one look at her car and just told her that this is not fixable. She go to the scrapyard. She is someone that needs a car and she's on a fixed budget. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he said that just right away, he looked over at a car that he was planning on selling, a Kia 2010. And he was like, you know what? I'm giving this car to you. Like, I know what it's like to be going through rough times and like people looking out for you. And Dolores said that it's the nicest car she's ever had. And that it's the nicest thing anyone has ever done for her. And I mean... She's lived many, many years. Yeah, giving somebody a car, man, that just changes their life completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out the name of the place again. Oh, Mechanic of West Orange. And so, the shop owner is Ronaldo. Well, if you're ever over there, say what up to Ronaldo. In Orlando. Seems like a good dude. Oh, it's in Orlando, huh? Yeah. You know, we're not on in Orlando. When I was down there, I had so many people coming up to me, though, going who lived in Orlando, going, I listen to you all the time. I guess they listen in Gaines, Gainesville. Um, in other areas too, I feel like we surround it, but we're not well, on there. Well, Tampa, because I used to live in Orlando. There's a lot of commuters that go from Tampa to Orlando, mm. and we're big in Tampa. And then Gainesville is only about 45 minutes to an hour outside of Orlando. Yeah, I knew that. I did. I didn't know if that's where it was coming from, but we a lot. Like we should be on yeah. Orlando. I we guess should. we don't have we don't have a station there, though. Do well, we? we don't. It's not within our company. K92 FM is a. I think it's a Cox Communication. But I'd love to be in Orlando. That'd be great. Well, I don't know who's on there, so I'm just saying. I just got, yeah. <laughs> had a lot of people in Orlando come and be like, hey, we listen to you all the time. And I was like, how? We're not on here. Yeah, yeah. But also, there's the whole phone thing. And anybody yeah. can listen anywhere in the whole world Apps. now. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Scuba, like, lit up. When we talk about Orlando, that's home. He's like, oh, you're talking about my place. Exactly. All right, that's what it's all about. Great story. That was Tell Me Something Good. Inside of this segment, in just a minute, what Kanye spent over $400,000 on that I can't believe you can spend $400,000 on this. Hmm. Listen, you can spend $400,000, but I didn't know you could spend it on this. Okay. So we'll talk about that coming up in a second. First, let's go over and talk to Stephanie in Michigan. Stephanie wants to talk about a Tell Me Something Good from earlier this morning. Stephanie, what's going on? Not much. I got a good laugh out of the story about me ripping the door off the truck. Wait, you? <gasps> Wait, this is you? Yes! Yes. <laughs> okay, so we had to tell me something good. Would, Stephanie, you tell the story as as you remember it, and yeah. then I do want to get to how Eddie messed it up. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead. Um, he crashed right in front of me, and all I could do was stop my vehicle and try to help the man. As the truck was on fire, there was a tree blocking the door that I did have to break down. And that's what I assumed if you heard the story. I said, well, I don't think she ripped the door off. I think she probably had adrenaline flowing through her body and ripped the tree down. Mm. How but do you rip a that's tree That's what down? I was thinking, Amy. Like, I, I thought it would be easier to rip the door out like than move the actual tree. Like a baby tree or like a hundred-year-old tree <laughs> or like what kind of tree and how did you rip it down? 
I just grabbed a hold of it and pulled backwards. It was only like three or four inches around. Okay. Oh, okay. It was a small okay. tree, but it was blocking the door enough to where he couldn't get out. Man, so, I just had this like huge tree in my mind, and I and thought pushing like, it over like timber. <laughs> Let me say this for those that didn't hear it this morning: this is crazy mm-hmm. because earlier, I mean, twenty minutes ago or so, Eddie did a tell me something good, and the story was that a driver saves a burn saves someone from a burning vehicle. Stephanie, who's on the phone with us now, was on her way home from babysitting her niece when she witnessed a truck drive off the road into trees. We told the story about how she saved the person. Now, Stephanie, when you're hearing this on the radio, are you like, that is bizarre that I'm being <laughs> talked about by these people? Yes. Actually, my cousin called me because I didn't have the radio on and told me about it. Okay. So I turned the radio on and heard it. This is what you say. You're thankful the way things happened like they did. A few seconds later, the driver might have died in a fiery crash. There's no doubt that you saved the driver's life, but you don't consider yourself a hero. Are you saying you're not a hero, Stephanie? I'm just, I just did what I would hope any human being would do. She didn't really answer, Bones. Yeah, but the thing is, here's, what, here's how I define hero. a hero. This is how I define a yeah. hero. If you put yourself at risk to keep someone else from being hurt or in danger, that is a heroic act. Come now, on. now, there are nice acts. There are good acts. There are kind acts. But I think if you are putting yourself at risk or something bad could happen to you in an effort to save somebody else, that is a hero. Now, Stephanie, you can say that you're not one, but I declare you right now on this day of Monday, January 24th, Stephanie the Hero Day. Yeah! That's right. Stephanie the Hero Day. Speech, 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 speech. I have been contacted by the Carnegie Award for heroism, too. See? Come on! I thought she was going to say Avengers, but okay, that'll work. She's been contacted by the Avengers. Superhero. They're not oh, real. You think Iron Man called her? <laughs> hey, Stephanie, what you did is really awesome, and I appreciate you calling the show and setting Eddie straight that you didn't rip the door off. Okay. You ripped the tree down. Thank you for that call, and you're awesome. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. It's, a, it's almost like talking to the Easter Bunny when someone calls that was going to tell me something good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because we read the stories, and we just feel like these are people in a far-off land Maybe even fictional. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's be honest, we tried to get the story just right. And no, so, Eddie messed it up, but we corrected him. We were like, there's no did. way she ripped the door right, off. Right, I know, but occasionally I just wonder, because people might be listening and they're like, wait a second, that's yeah. not exactly how that happened, but we try. Sometimes people call <laughs> us that we talk about in this segment. The other thing is when people call us that win massive prizes, mm-hmm. because we're like, we're giving away a thousand bucks every hour, and someone's like, I won that, and I'm like, wait a minute, you won? <laughs> Those are always weird, and I know they're out there. I know that Stephanie's a real person. I know people win $10,000 or crazy trips. But when we talk to them, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Hey, thank you for that call. That's good. I like that. Uh, let's go over and talk to Christina in Nashville. Good Hi, morning, Christina. Studio. Good mo- oh, good morning. Say that again, Christina. I stepped all over you. Go ahead. Say it again. Good morning, studio. Morning. I I was just wondering, I'm a podcast listener, and of course, I already ordered your book because I'm a member of the B team, but can I still email you? Um, I just realized that that was an option. Uh, Yes. To get it signed. Yes. Morgan, can we post it back up one final day, the rules Mm -hmm. of this? If you go to bobbybones.com, we're about to end this pre-order. The book company came to me and said, you have um, thousands and thousands of pre-orders. We did not expect that. They expected 500, if I'm being (laughs) honest. But they're a big national book company. They don't really know what to expect. They said, well, we expect about 500. We've had thousands and thousands. And they said, how are you going to sign every one of them? I said, well, 
I'll start right now. Let's go. Uh, every single person that pre-orders takes a digital a, a digital copy of their receipt, you know, just screenshots it and emails it to this email address. I will we will send you a signed book. It's gonna take me forever to do this. Are you signing the actual but, book? Hey, I'm no hero. You're not a hero. No, no, let me say this. I'm no hero. We're declaring signing. that today. Yeah. Because I'm not Yeah, this my... doesn't fall under the definition <laughs> that you gave. Or what if what if I hurt my wrist doing <laughs> oh, it? Oh, then you could be a hero. But I'm putting life. myself at danger. Mm. Oh. Maybe yeah. from making in the big leagues. <laughs> if I hurt my wrist and I can never pitch again. I think that already passed. Oh, okay. Um, yes, you can do that. So just uh, take a screenshot of your receipt, your digital receipt. I guess it's the only receipt you can get right now. And send it over. Bobbybones.com is all the info. Yeah, and I want to f- just clarify something she said, too. Yeah. She said she's a member of the B team. And I have seen a few notes before where they're like, how do we sign up to be a member of the B team? Nine ninety nine. And just to clarify, like it's you just declare yourself yeah, one. That's it. It's that's it. Like you listen, you're you're loyal. You just say it. You just you say just, it. Yeah. Okay. You just say it and you try to be nice to other people. Own it. You look you look out for other folks. That's really the only prerequisite part of the B team. Right. Like if you're rude, you're probably gonna get kicked out. Mm. But like it's doesn't there's no application or process, you just say it. Or Do you can it. get on my Patreon for twelve ninety nine. I don't have that. I don't have any of that. Yeah. Okay, thank you for the call. Uh, bobbybones.com if you want to pre-order the book or just go to Amazon and it's all there all the details would love to I'll sign I will sign until my fingers fall off mm-hmm. thank you time for the news Bobby's Big Stories I'm gonna save the Kanye story for the very last one we do oh good that's the one I'm most curious about a uh, 10 year old girl lost her way home I uh, got lost on her way home from school and it was really cold there was a blizzard she snuggled up to a stray dog to stay warm she was found 18 hours later after volunteers and police search for her. Crazy. Crazy the stray dog let her just hug on. Yeah. Because you'd think they could be, maybe the stray dog wanted, they were both helping each other stay warm. I don't know if the dog. <laughs> doesn't really need a human. Yeah, I don't know if the dog needed <laughs> the warmth. They're kind of built for that, but yes. Maybe the dog knew something was up. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I mean, maybe the dog does have this sense of, I need to help this mm-hmm. young girl. She was discovered sitting on a mattress outside of a shelter and told authorities she was hugging a fluffy dog for warmth. Pretty cool. A grandmother outsmarted the scammers who tried to trick her out of $8,000. She said a man called her claiming to be her grandson in need of bail money. And she said she got this call and they sounded drunk. I was like, I need bail money. She goes, I don't, I didn't have a grandson. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) And so she said she didn't have a grandson that drives. So she knew it couldn't have been him. So she's like, well, I got the money here in an envelope at the house, but you're going to have to come get it. And so somebody showed up at the door as a bail bondsman. I was like, hey, I'm here for the money, and the cops already tackled him, Ooh, took him to jail. Him. She wasn't putting up with that. See, I feel like I would just be like, wrong lo- wrong number, click. <laughs> she went all the way. She did. Um, and she's old and with it. Yeah, they don't. For her. They don't count on the old people to be with it. Mm-mm. They count on the old people to not be with it. Well, usually they get scammed. They don't go through all. They're the, one, they're the ones that give the money. Yes. Hey, well, yes. I got a text message this morning that says, Amy, we want to pay you $500 a day to run our automated money-making system. That's Sign legit. Up here. Yes. Yeah, put your social in there. <laughs> For, just, just text back with your social security number. Like, yeah. do they- don't, don't even confirm. Just go, here's my social. Let's rock. <laughs> I mean, what's that part is, like, someone might click on that. It sounds like a good deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forwarded it to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, petition to move the Super Bowl to Saturday is at almost 100,000 signatures. The Sunday of the Super Bowl is an American holiday. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not as a federal official holiday, it is. We should either move it to Saturday or have Monday a day we don't have to work. 
because so many people are slacking at work anyway on Monday and being paid for it. It's not a good thing that we have to go to work on Monday after staying up all night on Sunday. We're not asking for this every third Sunday. It's once a year. It's once a year. We either need to move it to Saturday. I got two of these. First is Super Bowl. Either move it to Saturday or cancel Monday. I say move it to Saturday. Ooh. Super Bowl Saturday still fits right. Ooh, that sounds weird, look, though. But, but so Super Bowl, look, Super Bowl Saturday. <laughs> it like, works. Like Super Bowl Sunday is still Super Bowl Saturday. Uh, okay, right. The maybe. other one is Halloween. It should always be on a Saturday. Halloween so Saturday. Like Thanksgiving. Halloween Saturday. <laughs> Halloween Saturday. <laughs> like, Sounds like, weird, man. They, <laughs> Saturday Halloween. It's Harry Carey. <laughs> so like Thanksgiving's the last Thursday of every <laughs> I'm in okay November. With that. Yeah. And so Halloween's the last Saturday in October. Yes. Or, or because there's no attachment to the 31st of October. It's just what we where we put it. Back to Super Bowl Saturday. Super Bowl Saturday. <laughs> so so oh, the other option though is to have it Super Bowl Sunday the way it is and then have Monday off. Like, That's I said what he just that. Said. I know. I just did a five minute monologue. I understand on that. this. Did so which one are you picking? Show are you listening said, to right now? He said he'd pick Saturday. That's stupid. If he had to pick, you know, pick, one day pick off. Saturday. You need the day off. Yeah. That's fine, but they're gonna take it back from us somewhere else. Oh, they always do. You're yeah, right. Yeah, it's about like a school day. Sure, you get off because the snow, but you're gonna make it up in the summer. Good call. That's why I go with Super Bowl Saturday. <laughs> what if we do Super Bowl Sunday and get Monday off? That's what, that's okay. a great point, Amy. I haven't okay. thought about that. Okay. And I don't know, oh, 30 wow, seconds. Amy. Now you're Good making idea. fun of me. I can't even get through without laughing. <laughs> that's a great idea. Final story. Kanye West just spent $400,000 for a... <gasps> hamburger. What? Wow. What kind of hamburger? It's, hey. No, that's not right. She's guessing. Oh, good guess, Amy. <laughs> that's, that's wild. Like, you know, with gold-infused mayo. No, no, no. Okay, Amy. He bought a minivan. What? It's a custom luxury Mercedes-Benz minivan. It's seat seven. There are multiple screens, fully reclining oh and goodness. swiveling chairs, state-of-the-art Dang. sound system, quilted leather seats, individual table trays, and curtains. Whoa. That's from Hot New Hip Hop. Baller. Is Kanye putting bumper stickers in the back like it was kids <laughs> with cheerleading <laughs> stuff? And It's just those like those little those little stick figure <laughs> yes. family. With a dog, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hello, Tanya in Alabama. Thank you for calling, Tanya. What's going on? Hey, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I was just calling to share with you. You were talking when you were talking about the Super Bowl and moving it to Saturday, and you were saying that the other thing that you had thought about doing was moving Halloween to the last Saturday of the month because it wasn't really associated specifically with the 31st. And I was just wanting to call and share that actually it is associated with the 31st because it's considered All Hallows' Eve, which was the day before November 1st, which is considered All Saints' Day. Like, I, I, I get that and I know that, but we don't care about All Hallows' Eve. It's like President's Day. It's not actually on. It's a day we've decided to celebrate multiple presidents at once. It's not really a day that's one of their birthdays, but we move it because it's convenient to celebrate them all. So we should do that with Halloween. It's ridiculous that Halloween is on a Tuesday sometimes. It ruins all of our weeks. And people are having to go out. They go out on the weekend anyway, and they got to redo it on Tuesday night. Or like, it makes it more of a thing. Yeah, all Hallow's Eve can kick rocks. <laughs> Halloween needs to be on the final Saturday of the month, every month. And when I'm in office, we're doing, here's what we're going to do. Hear, hear me now. One, no more daylight savings time. Yes. We're, I don't care what's... We're just not moving the time. We're going to pick which time works for us, and we're going to stick to it. Two, Halloween on a Saturday. Three, 
Super Bowl on a Saturday. Yeah, I get to do that. <laughs> I don't know what office I'm going to be in, but whatever it is, I'm going to declare that. Those are your big ones? Your platform? Uh, road construction <laughs> at night. Yeah. Okay. And no, only at night. No construction during the day. Yeah. Because here we are. I feel like there's something else you were recently passionate about. Oh, uh, construction be good. during the day. We just, just said that. that five seconds oh, ago. Dang it. I have a wow. theory that no one on the show listens to the show while we're doing it. I do. Sometimes. Mm. I have lately. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, I literally just said that five seconds ago and Lunchbox said it. It might have been two seconds. I, I mean, I think it was the <laughs> sentence I finished saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, thank you for the call, Tanya. I hope you have an awesome rest. No problem. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Uh, let's do What's the Haps. Hey! Hey! What's the Haps? All right, Amy, let's talk about your weekend. How'd it go? So we finally took the time to clean out the fish tank. Is the so, fish alive? Yeah, it's alive. Thank it was goodness. questionable before the cleaning, but now should be back to thriving, and I think we bought us some time. And then also in this process, since, you know, we sh- probably should have cleaned it out a couple of weeks ago, my daughter said, hey, just so you know, if we do this again and it dies, like, we're... The deal is I get two fish. So like if this, if I kill, if I'm responsible for kill. killing this wow. fish, if I kill or the fish. not killing. She's like, if, if I'm, mur- I mean, sorry, if I, oh, no, sorry. If I, it accidentally dies. I guess if anyway, I'm responsible for the death of the fish. Sound like foghorn leghorn. I say, if the fish, mur- if I'm, mur- 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 if it dies. Then I, we get two fish yeah. to replace the one. So for all you kids out there that have no idea who foghorn leghorn was. Looney Tunes. He was a big old rooster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, okay, Amy, thank you for that. Uh-huh. The fish is alive. Hey. Yeah. Hey, what's the hatch? A couple things. We finished Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Not really what I expected that show to be. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to spoil any part of it, so I'm not going to. But I just expected a show from the previews about these people that were stuck somewhere and had to figure out how to survive. And in that survival, they have to eat each other. Because that's what the preview says. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. Actually, some people may feel like it's better not like that. Yeah, I don't really understand. I'm I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to mess anything up. I, but I, I liked it. I finished it as well. I liked it. I like mm-hmm. I like what it's doing and where it's going. Yeah, I'm excited for season two. But it was there not. Is there is going to be yeah, okay. either later this year or next year. Okay. But it was not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And agree. if you're worried about like scary, don't be. Because that was my fear getting into the show was, oh, I don't like scary movies. I probably shouldn't because I'll have nightmares. You're fine. You're fine. So we finished Yellow Jackets. We went away for the weekend to a cabin in the mountains and just hung out. So we watched Yellow Jackets and we played cards the whole time. We play a lot of cards. We play this game called Nerds. And whomever wins like the game gets to pick the music they listen to. So I listened to the station for a lot of the weekend when I was winning called Smells Like the 90s. Do you know why that's the reference? It's on iHeartRadio. It smells like Teen Spirit. Nice. From the 90s. Right, that's right. So, as we're playing songs like this, and she doesn't really love 90s alternative. She'll be like, what is this? I'm like, well, this is Nirvana, come as you are. And I like emo alternative. So, some of it was emo, but some wasn't. But here, I'll just give you another This sucks. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm depressed. Why? Is that Come on. Yeah, here comes a rooster. Yeah. You know 
want to play cards and hey, listen to this? Would no. you throw your card down there? Bam! No. We ain't gonna die! <laughs> I could do 90s country or 90s, like, huh? hip-hop, and that's... Well, uh, we did a lot of smells like the 90s. Here's one more. But... Come on! She was like, all these people sound like my uncle. Oh. And they were young then. They were really they were, young. She's like, it just sounds like music of like my uncle singing. Mm. So we listened to a lot of this. We did go classic country for a little bit, but the station was weird. It was like 80s classic country. Oh, like solid gold? Like, it was like Lee Greenwood album cuts. Oh. And we were like, weird. you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to pick 90s alternative. And that's what we did. But we played a lot of cards. We hung out in the hot tub. We watched uh, Yellow Jackets and just relaxed. So, that was my weekend. Hey! Hey! What's the hat, Eddie? Well, we kind of did like a hybrid staycation birthday party. So, for Christmas Bones, you and Caitlin gave uh, me and my wife a nice gift. It was a $500 gift certificate to a hotel. Why do you have to say how much Dang. it was? Wow. Wow. Why don't you, you just say a hotel? gift card to a hotel? Because it was a weekend to, at a very nice why hotel. Do, why, wow. why don't you just say a weekend at a hotel? Yeah. Okay, it was a weekend at a hotel. <laughs> A very, very nice hotel. I'm like, dang. Are okay. you guys are you guys wow. drunk today? What do you mean? <laughs> Me? No, not you. Thank you. Like, I don't okay, feel like yeah. either one of these guys are paying attention to the show. They're yeah. I, I tell you what happened during the break. Eddie goes, Oh no. I'm like, what? He's bent over over there. And I'm like, are you okay? And he goes, <laughs> and I'm thinking Come on, like man. He's, are you really gonna tell us? I'm a thinking story? like he has food poisoning or something. And he goes, Oh, so what's happening? He goes, I had a sonic blizzard last night. Blast. Sonic blast. And he goes, it's still there. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear about that. And I'm, it like, is, I'm burping it and I taste it. And I'm it. like, what like, are you talking about? And he goes, I had it right before bed. So it ain't good. Because, <laughs> man, they are good, though. Those sonic blasts are so good. And then I was telling Mike D, and then we got this sonic cup right in front of me, and I see it, and I'm like, Ugh. like I still taste you it. You shouldn't need it right before. You should need nothing right Not, before you go to You're sleep. absolutely right about that. I'll, I've learned my lesson. What is wrong with you? So, so can I finish my story? Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead, man. We, we want to hear all about we this. We stayed at this hotel because my son turned 14 years old on Saturday and we're like, you know what? Let's not just do a wife and I staycation. We'll make it a big birthday party because it has a water park there. So we took the kids to the water park. We enjoyed life. It was fantastic. And Bones, thank you for my awesome Christmas present. You're welcome. Holy cow. All right. Uh, hey. Hey, what's the hat? All right, Lunchbox. Yesterday, I was invited to go on a hot air balloon ride. My buddy's wife was turning 40, and so they were doing, he was surprising her. She has always wanted to do a hot air balloon ride. And I was like, thanks, but no thanks. There is nothing appealing about going up in a hot air balloon where you have no control where it's going and it can just crash to the earth. So they went, we said bye bye. They made it safely, but no thanks. Would anybody do that? I've, I've done I've, it. I've done it. It's terrible. It's terrible. You can kind of control where it go. A little, you can kind of. Because mm-hmm. it's. You can control where you're going up, but you can't. When you go down, it's all the weight. They've moved the sandbags to the right, and then you just drift to the right. Oh, boy. Very scary. I'm not for heights anyway. Um, all right. Thank you. Hey. Hey. What's the hat? <laughs> Let me ask this question. Have we ever talked about how much a gift costs someone got? No. Like, have no. you ever been like, hey, thanks for this gift. It costs this much money? No. Actually, I would know to like purposefully. <laughs> Leave that part out. Like I could say, what was it? What's Bobby happening got in your me. Mind? Yeah. Well, like, uh, well, I don't understand what's going on in your brain. Yeah. It's just the truth. No. Like honestly, I thought I looked at the, it visualized the the gift, and I was like, well, that's what it said. So that's what I said. <laughs> like, was that so bad? Is it? So, I mean, I was just being honest. I was it's being. Not a, it's not an honesty thing. When do you yell out how much a gift costs when you're talking about it? 
Well, it was a gift to certificate. The, to the whole, to the everybody. And not just us. Yeah, but but when, do you even do, when do you even do the gift certificate? Like, has anyone ever got you another gift certificate and you're with a bunch of friends and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, well, you got me this $50 gift certificate to Olive Garden. That sounds so right to me. Okay. All right, buddy. Okay. Man, Eddie, you made everything awkward in here. Uh, really? No, I, I, I don't care. I just hope you're okay. Because you were doubled over before the break. <laughs> I feel fine now. Let's go to Angela, who is listening in Kentucky right now. Hi, Angela. Good morning. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. It's my birthday this week, and it's a big one, and it's depressing me. How do I look at it positively? <laughs> well, I can tell you what's worked for me is that every time I get older, I go, well, it actually feels younger than I thought it would. I mean, you always figure out a way to make yourself younger mathematically, too. 41 now, and I'm like, well, we were looking at middle age the other day online. I was like, what exactly? Is yeah, what age? is that? And he gave us like four definitions, and I chose the one that said 45 to 60. <laughs> well, there you go. Because it was like the third one. A lot of them are like 35 and up. You're middle aged. So pretty much all of us except for Morgan and here is middle aged. <laughs> um, just be lucky you're alive and healthy. I mean, again, especially as I get older, things start to hurt all the time. If I have a good day and I wake up, my shoulder's not killing me or my calf isn't hurting. I'm like, all right, it's a good day. But you get to walk the earth. You get to breathe. You get to have people that love you love you. That's pretty cool. I don't care how old you are. A lot of people would love to be you right now, to be healthy, to be going to work, to be able-bodied, to be, you know. So I would say instead of worried about your age, like be grateful that you have your health and be grateful that you have people around you that care for you. And yeah, it does stink that you get older. I wish this society valued older people more. Yeah. Now, when I'm older. When I was younger, I did. And I was like, let's, youth rules. But now, I, um, but I would say, Angela, pretty cool that you get to wake up in the morning and call a dopey radio show and, you know, go about your day and even be concerned about your age and not be concerned about something a lot worse, you know? I think it's, okay. l- look at, you know, look around and there are a lot of people that don't have it near as good as you. And heck, they're a lot younger than you. So just be grateful, okay? True. Okay. I made her sad. I don't know. Man. It's her birthday weekend. I've somehow made her sadder. But happy birthday! Yeah. Have, hey, you want a, hey, you want a beanie baby? That'll help. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hey, I feel like. Look at this one. Something young, Bones. Oh no. Oh, that's, that's no. That that's like a bald eagle. That's a vulture, that's dude. Old. No, this is baldy. Yeah, oh, bald no. eagle. Baldy. How's can I get my baldy scuba? I don't think you should give her something that was like kind of extinct. At all in any way? Eagles aren't extinct. Bald eagles have been right. Not like, extinct. Or, I said kind of. They've been well, endangered. Being endangered. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's it? De- kind so of just because I described it as and, kind and of. And by the way, populations increasing. They're considered yeah. least concerned. Yes. I know that they're back on the okay. safe list. I'll, okay, I'll let her pick. I'll let her pick. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Maybe there's a puppy that bones like something young. Let me find a better one. She can have either oh. a worm, a oh. rainbow worm. That's cute. There he goes. Yeah. Hmm. You get. Why are you being such a hater toward me? Well, I'm trying to hook her up. She's sad about her birthday. You can, you can have a rainbow worm whose name is Inch, Ooh. Inch Worm, or you can have a bald eagle. Which one would you like from the beanie collection? You guys, uh, a bald eagle. See, okay. I told you. Happy so, birthday! How old are you going to be, Angela? How old are you going to be? Oh, uh, well, I can't say. Yes, you can own it. Yeah, be own, proud. Own it, girl. Come on, girlfriend. What is it? What's the age? Oh, it's a few. Let's say this: a few uh, several weeks ago, Amy was describing somebody. Uh, I don't remember what the story was, and she said, "Well, it's somebody older, like oh, you're, maybe you're, are you 60? sixty. Yeah, 
I remember when Amy <laughs> called somebody 60 old. It's older. Yeah, but you got 60 uh, is older. Hey. Mm, it is. That's rough. I still haven't forgiven you. It's young, hey, but older you than some. <laughs> nice rhyme. <laughs> Gosh. Golly, I can't believe you're giving her a bald eagle. She picked a bald eagle. Out of, she had to pick between inch the worm and the bald eagle. <laughs> like, USA, Inchy. baby. I love USA. All right, we're going to send you baldy. And happy birthday, happy Angela. Happy birthday, yes. That's awesome. Amy may think Thank you're old, but I think you're vibrant as ever. I don't think you're old, and I agree with Bobby. Gratitude. Like, I'm sure you could sit down and make a list of a few things. <laughs> What, what, right. what, day well, is your, you. what day is your birthday? The 26th. So I believe that's Wednesday. Wednesday. Hey, put uh, put a little note here. I'm, I'm going to take your cell phone number. We're going to call you on Wednesday and check in. Uh-oh. On okay. Your, on your 60th birthday, loud and proud, okay? That's two days from now. All righty. Sounds All right. good. Gonna, will you put her on hold? All right. Cool. Yep. There's, and, and we'll send her this eagle. I have this mailbag I need to get to. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if we have time to get to it. Well, then save it. For, but what if the people were waiting for this? Ooh. Probably were. Yeah, they... I can do it in three minutes. Okay, go. All right, hit me with that mailbag music. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm getting married later this year, and I told my fiance that I would like to have a joint bachelor bachelorette party at Disney World. <laughs> oh, no. And he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Apparently, his best man has other plans for the guys. I personally think this will be super fun and don't understand why he won't even entertain the idea. I know this isn't your problem, so mostly just writing because my fiancé loves the show and he will likely do anything y'all say. This is me shooting my shot. Can y'all just say on the radio how cool it would be to go to Disney World with a wedding party? Thanks in advance. From Sarah. Well, Sarah, I got and first of all, I appreciate you writing in. But this is the dumbest email I've ever read. <laughs> Here's the thing about a bachelor party. It doesn't have to be all the dirty things that you read about. Mine wasn't. I took some of my best friends that I hadn't seen in years, and we met, and we stayed in a house, and we played golf. We played basketball. We went to Fayetteville, Arkansas, where we did a lot of the things that I liked. There was nothing, no nudie. There was nothing, no, hardly any drinking. I mean, I, I think Ray went off and got drunk one night. Yeah! Without the rest of the group. For the, for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it was just a bunch of guys getting to, like, hang out. Kind of the last chance you get to do that with your homies. You get to see them all individually, maybe, but you don't get the whole gang together. This is that shot for him. If you want to go to Disney, go to Disney, but don't make it his bachelor party. So, Sarah, no way. I'll even say no way, Jose. Oh. Yeah, right. that's that's extra no yes, way. big time. Probably just lost a listener. But... She was shooting her shot. One ask. And she missed. I, I can say it for you. Hey, Sarah's fiance. I, think oh, was, I can't hear you. I, I can't hear you. <laughs> I think that going to Disney no. World with your wedding party would be so cool. It would, but that's not the bachelor party. If that's you all wanted, she has to say. <laughs> but she wants it. She said, I'm getting married. would like to have a joint bachelor bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. If both sides aren't in on the joint party, you can't do the joint party. I don't care which side it is. You can't. Yeah. I think she was simply implying that he'll do whatever. If you, we say it and we think it's cool, he might do it. And now we've okay. just. Hey, um, fiance, go pre-order my book. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do Stanley it. Stanley the dog in his first day at school. Turn it, it teaches kids that you don't have to look like all the other kids to fit in. And it also is helping an animal charity. <laughs> <laughs> go to bobbybones.com and you can do that. Uh, okay, that's it. Uh, close up the mailbag. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Thank you. By the way, we usually do this segment earlier in the show. 
but you can always email us. Morgan, what is that, that mailbag address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Let me grab one more call. Do I have time or no, Ray? Yep. Uh, I do? Okay, one call real quick. Justin in Virginia, you're on the show. Justin, go ahead. Morning, Bobby. Morning, buddy. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, Bobby. So I was listening earlier talking about moving the Super Bowl to Saturday, Super Bowl Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm all for that. Love the idea. Great idea. Um, but my question is, college football games are traditionally played on Saturday, except for the biggest college football game of the season. It's played on Monday night, the college national championship. Shouldn't we move that one to Saturday as well? No, it's not near the cultural event. I mean, you don't have some people just don't like college football uh, that love pro football. Also, non-sports fans aren't watching the college football championship. They are watching the Super Bowl for the most part, or they're at least at a Super Bowl party. It's also not international, uh, which Super Bowl is. It Other is? countries will watch the Super. Yeah. So no, and I'm a, I'm a bigger college fan than I'm a professional, but no, I, put it on Monday night. You'll get more eyeballs there. So only Halloween and the Super Bowl should both be on Saturday. <laughs> All right, thank you for the call. Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Chicago, Illinois. A woman ran into the store, left her teenage daughter, an infant in the car, car running, guy runs up, jumps in, oh. drives off. Dang. Oh, no, there's kids in the car. Two kids, too. Wow. How does he not see two kids? Right. One, if it's in a car seat in the back, I understand. Listen, I've stolen my fair share of cars. Sometimes you don't look in the back seat. <laughs> but yeah, two. So he starts driving, freaks out, and he wrecks the car, and he what? flees. Only problem is he left his parole papers on the floorboard. Oh. Are the kids fine? Kids are fine. A-OK, but his papers were there. Led police right to him. All right. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Three, two, one, hit it. Number three. A flight attendant from Salt Lake City got delayed to Kentucky last month. So they just sat there and they went over and bought a lottery ticket and they won $50,000. Just hanging, he's just hanging out. <laughs> $50,000 richer. Number two. An eight-year-old kid in Idaho named Dylan loves his local library. He wants to be a writer. For years, he's been talking about having a book he wrote in the library someday. And so I guess he got sick of waiting, so he wrote his own book and hid it in one of the shelves at the library. The library found it. They were so impressed, they're adding it to their permanent collection. Here is Dylan talking about the story. I've been wanting to put a book in a library since I was five. There was a lot of librarians that I had to get past, so do you know what I did? I covered this part and covered the back with my body and just snuck it in. <laughs> and then I put my book... Right here. The next time I came back, it was gone. <laughs> He's smuggling books in. <laughs> All right, let's go. Number one. A woman hadn't seen her lost cat in eight months, but found him when she recognized his meow. She called her vet to check on her other cat that just had surgery. Then while she was on the phone, she heard meowing in the background. She was like, wait, that meow sounds familiar. And she was right. It was her two-year-old cat, Barnaby, who had been brought in a week earlier. The vet assumed it was just a stray. That's crazy. Come on. That's a meow? crazy. Come on. <laughs> no chance. That, I mean, there must have been a super, it's, it was a distinct meow. Like her cat must Did have meowed. Meow like a Boston accent? <laughs> <laughs> How is that? Interesting. It goes like this. Wicked. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you okay, go. Okay, okay, got it. See, if the cat did that, you mm-hmm. would know. That was the Good News Countdown. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. We're back tomorrow. 
All right, thank you guys. Have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. The Bobby Bones Show.